Hello and welcome, Bengals fans. How are we doing today? This is your host of the Sports Ethos Cincinnati Bengals podcast. My name is Josh Reeser. You can find me on Twitter at R-I-E-S-S-E-R-1-4. And you can find this Sports Ethos page at at Ethos Bengals. Like I said, I am part of the Sports Ethos Network, which is rapidly growing. And we are always looking for someone to come uh, cover a team. And like always, thank you for uh, listening. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your major uh, sports information like I know this is. But here's something not of big information, as I'm sure everybody has seen, is that the Bengals do not look very good after one week in the NFL. However, I don't want to jump to conclusions, uh, but a lot is lying on Joe Burrow's health. And um, we'll see if Zach makes any adjustments. Uh, So in today's episode, I am going to recap the Bengals and Ravens game. Uh, It wasn't... It was better. It was better than week one, I'll say that. Uh, There was a lot of crucial calls that uh, unfortunately were not in the Bengals' favor. Uh, For the most part, it was a pretty clean game, uh, turnover-wise. There was only one... And unfortunately, again, it was on the Bengals. Joe made a really poor decision down in the red zone. Uh, We'll come to that when I do my little recap. You know, something I always like to look at, or three things I should say that I always like to look at when I break games down are uh, third down conversions, penalties, and time of possession. This game, the Bengals were not bad. Like, it, it... those three stats uh, the, on third down they were 10 to 15 like you'll take that that's good conversion rate making the right play calls when needed getting the ball out when needed running when needed only five penalties for 30 yards however two of them were like huge big uh big game changers one of them especially and then uh, the time of possession, uh, Baltimore won that battle. Filatina usually wins that battle, wins the game. Uh, they had a, it was basically 33 minutes to 27 minutes, uh, Baltimore's favor, which is almost 50-50. But, you know, when you hold the ball more, you're more likely going to put up more points. All right, let's start off with this uh, little game recap I put together for Yee's. So the first quarter starts with the Ravens having the ball, and let's just say they uh, they knew what they wanted to come out and do. Their offense, which is brand new, first year under Todd Monken, who was with uh, UGA the past couple of years. He, I believe he was with the Buccaneers before that. Uh, so they just, you know, they come out just running the ball, again, like three or four yards of carry. Lamar Jackson doing his stupid little scampering stuff. Uh, you know, it's it, and it's going, it's not looking good. The Bengals then give up an 11-yard run to Gus, stop a first down play, and then have a holding call on defense on the second down. Uh, after this, you know, Ravens are in the red zone, and they eventually just finish it off with a Gus bus touchdown of, of one yarder. But it was a 13-play, 75-yard drive. It took eight minutes off the quarter. Like, that's half of the first quarter on one drive. 
Like, you talk about time of possession, I don't even realize. That's almost a quarter of what they had in the entire game was that first drive. Which maybe, you know, I guess coming out of the gates, you don't really know what they're going to do. So good on them. And, you know, the defense that had it up, they had their opportunities, but they just couldn't get it done. So, okay, at this point, 7 nothing Ravens. Bengals get the ball back, and in typical Zach Taylor fashion, they do not look ready or prepared, and I don't think they game planned. Uh, so a holding call kills their first drive. And then guess what? The Bengals script tonight, 39-yard punt. So this gives the Ravens very good field position and another tick in the wrong direction in uh, Brad Robinson's box. Bengal, or so the Ravens get the ball back. They have a couple of chunk plays, so they're threatening. Uh, Bengals' defense holds stout. Somehow Justin K Tucker misses the, the kick. I don't know. I don't see that too often. Too often, excuse me. Uh, Bengals get the ball back. Uh, at this point, they are not running it. I don't know why, because every time Mixon touches the ball, he seems to have a four or five yard run. They're doing these short dinky passes, and they're not going past the sticks. And I think it was like a third and eight or something they passed for like three yards. This is like typical Kirk Cousins right here. Uh, I'm not liking it. Next drive, uh, Bengals actually play really good defense, and they cause a fumble. But then there's a, one of those penalties I was talking about, one of the phantom calls. Somehow... The Bengals get called for a hands of the face. Bails out the Ravens' turnover. Uh, they eventually do stop them and force the punt. And here, finally, some excitement happens. Chuck Sizzle, my man from Purdue, from Iowa, just basically traveled the Big Ten in his little sizzle station. <laughs> uh, punt return. He really shut me up, which is awesome because I didn't want to have to complain about that because the special teams this year seems like it's kind of garbage. But he must have learned a lesson after week one that he can't run sideways and needs to just go straight. He had a nice cut step planted and just went for the races. And, uh, yeah, that was nice. It was, there was a penalty on that play, but, unfor but fortunately it was on Baltimore. So now it's tied. Uh, you know, finally, like, hey, first touchdown for the Bengals. It's a, it's a punt return. <laughs> Let's go. Actually, no, I think they had a, a pick six. I can't remember. Anyways, Ravens get the ball back. They drive down the field. Defense stops them short. They kick a field goal. At this point, 10-7. to seven. Uh, Bengals get the ball back. Uh, they're kind of getting they're kind of getting shut down a little bit, but they get bailed out with a long pass interference call. Uh, T. It was a T. T Higgins target. Uh, Luckily that happened, got us in field goal range after a couple Joe Mixon chunk runs, which seems like what he's been doing all season. I don't know why they won't run the ball. I just don't get it. Zach's, I don't know what Zach's thinking. Like, Mixon has looked good when he, even in the Tsunami game. Let him run. Uh, so, at this point, it's a field goal, 10-10. All right, we're at the two-minute warning here in the game. And at this point, like, Lamar Jackson is just kind of doing whatever he wants, marching them down the field. He, like, Bengals bring pressure. He knows exactly where to step up. If they're not bringing pressure, he's dicing them up. Like, Lamar looks good. He he got he got that money, and he's looking pretty good. Like, the Ravens, I don't know. It's only week two, but but then on this drive is one of those other huge penalties. It feels like the first half just marred by penalties for the Bengals. And this one... 
luckily, let me explain. <laughs> so Lamar gets sacked, and it's a big, it's a, it's a pretty big loss. That's on the Cincy 18, and that, it was a big loss. That's so going to kick him back some. In the corner of the end zone, Cam Taylor Britt and Odell Beckham are, you know, they're, they're, they're doing what they do. OBJ pulls down CTB, battle of the abbreviations in the end zone. Let's go. So Obe Odell pulls down Cam Taylor Britt, and somehow Cam gets called for illegal contact or some bull. As like the pen the reviews the replays excuse me show Odell clearly pulling him down. Uh, Karma gets him though. They get it's either back to back or two out of three plays they get holding calls, so it knocks him out of touchdown range. But the end end result is a field goal. So. Down at half since he's down 13 to 10. You know, something I will say is that the Bengals, the past couple years under Zach, have always been a second half team. He makes adjustments at halftime. I wish he would make them earlier. And so, you know, the Bengals are coming out of half. They're driving. Joe's looking good. He's being smart. He's being fast. He's being efficient. And then they're on the Baltimore 18, just like. The 18-yard line is pretty prominent in this game so far. He, I don't know what he... He must not have seen Geno Stone. He tries to force it. It's going to be a touchdown if he catches it, but he tries to force it across the middle, and Geno Stone just basically just walks right in front of it for a 36-yard return, setting up for Baltimore. Ensuing drive, Ravens. Uh, Lamar makes a huge play, 50-yard dime. And then uh, a couple of plays later, he hits Mark Andrews in a touchdown pass. They go four plays, 62 yards. Like, at this point, they're just making chunk plays. And the Bengals are usually stopping them when needed. But it's a little scary at this point. So, Bengals are down. Ball gets back to them. Joe's driving down again. It's just, it looks like he's moving a little better, too. So I think the calf starts to loose up. And he actually doubles uh, his production on the day, on this drive from what he already had. And he f finds T in the end zone, and finally he throws a touchdown pass. So that's a 13-play, 75-yard drive in about six minutes. So now we got ourselves a ball game. Uh, Baltimore's up 20-17. to 17. All right, so it's looking like, hey... We felt like this before. Like, Bengals are back in this. I know fans on Twitter were just going crazy, and well, when aren't they? The Bengals Twitter has been so up and down lately. It's 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 pretty entertaining, but at the same time, it is exhausting. Um, it's kind of fun though. Uh, so Baltimore's got the ball back, and the Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews connection strikes again. On a twenty. 20-yard gain on second down after a holding call. And, like, it was huge. Like, that That took the breath out of everyone on the Bengals. Eventually, Ravens keep going down. And uh, our friend Nelly Swag, Nelson Aguilar, caps it off with a 17-yard touchdown, with, which actually, like, Lamar made a very nice over-the-shoulder pass. Like, I can't even get mad at him about it. It was, it was beautiful. So Ravens are now up 27 to 17. Not looking good. Bengals get the ball. You know, at least 
the, the offense previously has moved the ball back down the field, so a little bit of signs of life. But nope, third and they go three and out, second down, big sack, boom. And you know what happens again to our buddy, old rookie Braddy? 41-yard punt this time, like... It's really looking like a waste of a draft pick. He's... We've already got a pretty big sample size between two games already, and the kid just... I don't know what's going on. Uh, so, luckily, Bengals stop the Ravens to stop the bleeding for a little bit, but they pump back with a 60-yarder. It's like, where's that been? Like, why can't the Bengals get that? That taint, Field position is so huge these days. Uh, so they get the ball back. Uh, at this point, you know, game's looking a little out of reach. Burrow makes a couple nice big passes, gets the ball downfield. T. Higgins has a second touchdown on the day. You know, it was nice to see him get involved in the game plan after uh, a goose egg week one. That said, Jamar Chase hasn't been very prevalent, and it, it probably makes sense to get him the ball. Interesting to talk about with Chase, Higgins, too, is uh, the, his extension and the fact that it's not looking like it. Anyways, back to the game. So, you know, it's 27-24. Bengals trying to get the ball back. They can't. Ravens eventually run out the clock. They take the W. They go to 2-0 after beating a surprising young Houston team that looks decent. And now the Bengals go to 0-2 after losing back-to-back -back games in the AFC North to start the year. Not ideal. Um, but, you know, clearly Joe still isn't right. Zach won't make the right adjustments at the right time. Now they're in a hole. Like at this point, do you do you keep Burrow out there? Oh, I forgot to even mention on the very last play of the game that he's in. It's a rollout to the right, and just like the play in training camp, it comes up hobbling afterwards. Like, Cap didn't bother him as much all game, it seemed, and then last play of the game, he, he tweaks it. And it was confirmed, like, it, it was a re-injury kind of. Like, man, like, you know, the and what burns my butt is... They won't run Mixon. He, the dude's... I'm not... You know, I've never been a big Mixon guy. I've actually been a, probably the biggest Joe Mixon hater I know. At this point, give him the ball. Give him the freaking ball. I mean, it's like... Next week, the Bengals host the Rams. Are they just gonna have Joe step back in the pocket every play and let Aaron Donald, like, wreak havoc on him like he did in the Super Bowl a couple years ago? I hope not. You know, like, one thing you do to neutralize those guys is you run away from them. I don't care what you do to Aaron Donald. Cut block him every play. Dive at his knees, dive at his ankles. I know it's not the manliest or the most uh, professional thing to do, but man, I don't want to see Joe getting hit by that guy every play. Do you? They're going to have to get somewhat of a running game or because this, this quick-hitting offense just isn't going to work and Zach looks like an idiot and he needs to give up play calling. Like, you're telling me that there's teams out there with la with less talent that, like, putting up better numbers through two weeks just because, like, the play calling in itself almost. Anyways, 
Uh, a little bit more about the Rams I want to focus on. You know, they got this kid named Puka Nakua out there playing receiver who is just setting records left and right. Huge in the fantasy world right now. Uh, I There's a little bit of buzz about him in the offseason, but I don't think anyone expected this. So it's going to be fun watching him. Uh, you know, seeing if the offense can keep doing what they did. They looked a lot better this week, that's for sure. Can't rely on Joe so much, though. You got to have mix and do a little bit more of the work. The defense needs to, you know, they won't be dealing with a scrambling quarterback, but Stafford definitely is able to dice anyone up through the pocket. Uh, they're still out with, they're still without Cooper Cup, but they've shown signs that the Rams might be back. Uh, so it'll be it'll be a fun match on uh, on Monday night. Use. Usually I have to work Monday nights, but I was able to switch it, and I and I got off, so I'm excited to watch a doubleheader. I don't people complain about the doubleheaders. I love it. You put one on the ABC, and then you put one on your laptop or monitor that can stream on the other channel. It's like what's what's the big deal? So why you got two going on? Focus on one that you want two more. Um, that said, guys, Bengals gotta they gotta do something. They gotta get Joey better. Put him in a hyperbolic time chamber. I don't know. But I, uh, I appreciate you listening to the TED Talk today. Uh, I'll be having an episode about that Rams recap soon. And like always, have a good day. Have a good day.